Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast. We have the king himself, King Sean Gotti in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We have the chancellor of charisma, the one and only Chancellor Zero. Yo. In the building. And of course, last but not least, playing remainless Polo Sunshine, aka the Duke of Devonanis, Lando. This is the Between Brothers Podcast. We appreciate it for those who are here listening to us today on a Sunday. Uh, the Ravens Chiefs game is on at the moment. Those who listen to us know that King Sean is a big Ravens fan. Yes, sir. Um, we, we ain't going to talk too much sports today. Um, you know, we'll, the, all, all three of our teams, well, two of our teams have lost, and one of ours is losing, but it, he may they may be able to pull it out before this podcast is over. If you hear King Sean screaming in the background in excitement or disgust, you know how the game went. For those who might not watch football, hey, I was gonna let I was gonna let the view the, the viewers know the listeners know if, if y'all hear me shouting or if y'all hear me soaking or anything, man. It's, you know why, <laughs> man. I'm 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 here with y'all. We working, but I'm I'm also tuned into the game. So hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. We ain't gonna do do this this episode ain't gonna be too sports heavy, because um, you know it's a between brothers podcast. We talk about. Um, things between brothers, sometimes it's sports and sometimes it's other topics like some of the topics we'll get into today. <coughs> um, but uh, as always, King Sean, how was your week? Week was pretty good, man. I'm on, I was on vacation this week, so I ain't really do nothing this week. Just chillax, man. Yo, how many, how much vacation <laughs> Yo, you got? This dude hey, got, hey, bro. Hey, my bro. man got days hey, in the tub. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. When you, hey, look. All right, so I've been at UPS for twelve years. All right, so after after one year, you get one year, uh, one week of vacation. After two years, you get two weeks of vacation, and then after five, you get three. After ten, you get four. After fifteen, you get five, and I believe that's when it stops at five weeks vacation. But when you get up to four weeks of vacation, you can break them up to days. You ain't got to take them at weeks of time. You can take them at days of time, whatever you want to. <clears throat> but uh, I got three weeks of vacation, pretty much. Five uh, personal holidays, five sick days. So five weeks off, pretty much a, week, a year. So I save it for the summertime, man. Of course. Is that, let me go time, ahead. Work through that winter time and, and enjoy the summer, bro. Yeah, he would be like, man, I don't feel like going in Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. <laughs> bro, no, no, Let me sprinkle those days. <laughs> the old heads be on it, bro. They be so smart with it. Like, like I'm talking about like old heads will, uh, will work on the rainy days and everything, but on like the sunny days, that's when they take off. Like, they know it's about to be a sunny day stretch, like 70 day degrees, 70 degree weather. They'll take that three day stretch off. I'm like, I'm like, yo, y'all smart as hell. They'll be like, man, what are you going to do when it rains outside? You going to stay in the house all day? Might as well work and make the money. I go exactly. out, I take off on the nice days. I was like, yo, that's yeah. smart as hell. I never thought about that. I'd rather yeah. take off on a rainy day for a Yeah, break. exactly. <laughs> he said, you ain't going to do nothing but sit in the house all day anyway. Might as well make that money. I was yeah. like, yeah, you're right. 
Say that. Yeah, I would have never thought of that. Shit. Bruh. Nobody trying Change to make be outside in the rain. I'm saying it's Change like my, my goddamn pant leg mind. wet. <laughs> Change my mindset. Try to tell you. Yeah, no, that's smart. But other than, other than that, man, uh, it was my son's first week of school down here, so that went good. Um, I mean, everything been pretty straight this week, man. I just... Hoping we don't start off with an 0 and 2 start, man. That's all. That's all. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Chance of zero. How was your week? Man, let me tell you. It was okay until Thursday. Yeah, we had a service line leak in the, the Western Branch section in, um, in Chesapeake. We arrived there at 12.30. We didn't get back to the yard until 1.30 a.m. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know folks be like, you complaining about an hour? Nope. <laughs> yeah, we, we were out there doing a service line and come to find out, supposedly, we weren't even supposed to do it. But they took it upon they took it upon themselves to do it, and there was one. And other than that, there was one thing that really pissed me off. Like whoever, if you know me, I always say this phrase: "Ain't got shit to do with me, though." So I'm with one of my coworkers. <laughs> And um, yeah, with one of my coworkers, they um, so we're riding in the truck, and we were talking about something. I don't remember what it was. It had to do with work. And then he had the nerve to look at me with a straight face and say, "You know the phrase we always say." I turned and looked at him. I was like. Don't do that shit. <laughs> it was like, it was like, yo, I've been saying this phrase since like, what, 2012, maybe? I met you. It's like, it's. I've been saying this. I've been saying this for years. I didn't meet you until seven years after I was saying this phrase. Don't don't try to take don't try to take any um any credit for it. It's ownership. like you know Yeah, it's trying to take ownership. It's like think you're gonna put a stake in it. Bitch, this phrase ain't got stock. I know. It's like it's like it's like look, this phrase ain't Bitcoin. I'm the only one with that coin, dog. It's like that I, I I was like, yo, don't I was like, don't do that. It's like I'm the it's like you you never say that shit. It's like, it's like, make up your own shit. It's like, come on, man. Like, besides the, like, you know, that, that moment pissed me off more than having to work from 1230 to 1.30. One minute pissed me off more than the, more than all those hours I had to work on that freaking, um, on that service line. It was like, yo, like be original. Take your own. Make up your own shit. 
but but you know how folks are. It was like, yo, I was cool in my lane. Why the fuck you want to merge into it? There ain't enough room here. But other than that, my week was good. Besides those two things, it was like motherfuckers can't be original for shit. <laughs> it's like you know what we say. We don't say a goddamn thing. What I like, what say. <laughs> Like, now what is that? <laughs> what you know, I, I knew exactly where he was going. And I said, I nipped that in the bud real quick. I was like, yo, you don't say that shit. Was like, what you say? It's like, no. It's like, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, goofy ass. Like, don't, like, don't ever in your life. <laughs> oh my goodness it's like you know what everything else is good man and you know you gotta get that hat to match yo I got it at Ross for six dollars and it's normally thirty five hey I would have got I would have snatched that shit too that shit ain't even my team <laughs> Oh, yeah, I got that Jaguar bucket hat. <laughs> Six dollars. <laughs> I was gonna put it on for the uh, pod, but since it's a bucket, it was gonna f up my headphone the situation. Headphone, so it's dude. like, nah. You mess up the hat, man. I'm saying I ain't. It's like I ain't trying to look like the Wicked Witch of the West and trying to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that was that was that was my week in a nutshell. Long hours and people trying to take ownership <laughs> of shit. I remember uh, years ago when I started coming when I came up with the debonair situation or whatever. Um, and uh, a friend of mine. He we was talking he was talking about some girl or whatever. And so, you know, he was like, Yeah, you know, you know how we do is debonairs. <laughs> As the great American philosopher Fabulous had once said, I'm from a different cloth. That ain't the pattern for me. <laughs> you we ain't we ain't the same I'm a how do you say uh Egyptian cotton you food of the loom <laughs> you food of the loom you I'm like what I was like matter of fact your application has been revoked <laughs> you will never be debonair. Don't ever even try. I said, "What happened to your application?" Well, here's what happened. First, we crumbled it up. Oh my goodness! Here we go. Then we ripped it up. Then we put it in the shredder. Then we burned it. Then we took the ashes and buried it. Then we salted the earth. So nothing else would ever grow there ever again. That's the status of no <laughs> <definite> application. <laughs> yeah, oh crap. He was so hurt, man. 
Oh man, but I didn't care. So <laughs> still don't. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's how that felt. That's what that is. Somebody over here like, oh, you know how we 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 ain't got so French. Nah, bro. Get out of here. Get out of here with that, man. Nah, man. I feel you on that, man. But um posted this on Facebook this week. And um uh, we went out to uh, Longhorn Steakhouse last night, and uh, this uh, we hear this baby choking, and the lady is trying to get her baby out of the high chair, which she can't. So I guess because she's still strapped in, so they get her out. She's patting her on the back, and she's still like choking, sounding like she's about to vomit or whatever. And she's like, you know, someone please help. My baby's choking. So the Duchess comes to the rescue. So the mother and I'm assuming the grandmother are both struggling trying to get this baby to get cough or whatever she got going on. So the Duchess tries to take the baby so she can do her thing. And they, after asking for help, resist her trying to help them. So I said, yo, she's a nurse. Let her do her thing. And then he was let go and let the debonairness <laughs> take over. Take over. Skin it, as the great Thugnificent once said. <laughs> she gets a baby, so the baby stops choking or whatever. Everything like that. The lady ends up thanking her. So the the the, What's the waitress. <laughs> y'all still trash. Y'all still trash. It don't matter. <laughs> no, y'all gonna be one and one this week. I'm, I'm 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 speaking into existence. I didn't know y'all played tonight. I didn't know y'all played tonight. I thought y'all played the primetime games, man. Back to back, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Played last Monday night. Yeah, man. So y'all on a short week too. Dang. Um. So the Duchess, you know, because she did what she did, the waitress took off like the highest uh, thing on our on our bill. So I ended up spending saving like twenty dollars or whatever on our bill, and. Uh, but it was another funny thing that that was going on that in that restaurant. Well, I guess that situation was funny, but there was this couple, black couple, and they were sitting next to us. So the incident, the choking incident, happened on the right of us. This black couple was on the left of us. Those who watch on YouTube, I'm putting on my phone, or or not, who's not watching on YouTube, I'm putting on my phone. This lady was on this device. When she walked in, because we were waiting to get seated, when she walked in to when she left on a date with her man, did not take her eyes off the phone. I don't know. Now, it seemed like they had been together for a long she'd time. Have, she'd have been paying. <laughs> yeah, he and he paid. He paid and paid cash. Then she she pulled up, she pulled out the money, or she pulled up the money off the receipt. And he was like, yo, why are you checking for and she was like, I didn't even know how much it was. And he was like, for what? 
and you know she was like whatever you 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 acting funny i'm like nah he but and the funny thing was he wasn't on the phone the whole time it was just her you know it's just like um well, i shouldn't say the whole time because when they entered the restaurant the both of them were staring at their phones but once they sat down he was off the phone and she was staring down the phone and i'm like man this 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 is so crazy how these phones have taken over you know some people's lives and so, shoot sometimes i get caught looking at the phone for too long for no reason so i was like yeah i got so after seeing her i was like yeah i gotta stop it. so i'm gonna get yeah, I, use, I use i use my phone for my alarm but from here on out like tomorrow i'm gonna get me like an actual alarm clock to put in the room and i'm done i'm done with the phone in the room all that because it's just like you just pick yeah. up the phone to do what you know um, so I was gonna say, uh, when me and my girl got, we don't, we don't, we don't use, we don't put, use our phones, man. Like that's that's a no no. Unless yeah. I'm unless I'm watching the game or something. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. No, you know it's just um, um, it's just crazy how uh, how that like just just how that is. You know what I'm saying? Um, but. Uh, but then um, this morning I called Spy, and because uh, I'm asking about HelloFresh, and because uh, we were gonna order the HelloFresh, and this is this is um, this is a fair foul moment, and then we are gonna get to the podcast. So we spend way too much money eating out. What I mean by that is I eat lunch at um, usually takeout. The Duchess eats lunch at work usually takeout but she can't leave her job. So she has to DoorDash or whatever. So she ends up spending more money than she probably should. So we were talking about doing this HelloFresh thing for months. And uh, I was like, you know what? We're gonna finally do it. So put the promo code in, do the thing. And we picking the meals or whatever. So <laughs> I'm on the phone with Spy and he kind of breaking it down to me or whatever. And, um, uh, I was like, she was saying like, oh yeah, you know, I spent this much money. He's like, damn. I'm like, yo, why, why are you so aggressive, man? Like, what you, why are you over here insulting us right now? He was like, I'm saying that's a lot of money. And then <laughs> I said, so I said, okay, the first week is like $50 or something with the promo code. And then after that, it goes, they take off like $20, $20 then $17 and $10. So it'll go up like $10, $10, and then so on. So I was like, so she was like, yeah, that's not bad because, you know, we'll be cutting our our eating out bill um, in half pretty much, which she spends double what I spend in this eating out process. So I said, oh, so are you gonna put it on your card? She goes, no. And then Spy goes, damn, damn. <laughs> so that's our, little, that's our little lingo, man. <laughs> damn. Damn. <laughs> so fair foul, my boy just encouraging this behavior and the other fair foul is I'm cut I have taken over now 
<laughs> her takeout bill. <laughs> she gets to spend no more money on takeout now. All I know is she better not ask me to buy nothing for the rest of the year. Because <laughs> I'm like, you got all the money. And not only that, here's another thing. So we got a thing in the mail for 16 free meals from uh, from HelloFresh. So I said, hey, I put it in the kitchen. Can you give me the code? Because I had a promo code for 14 free meals. But the extra two meals, I would say it's like extra $16. She was like, okay, I look for it. I was like, hey, did you find it? No, I didn't find it. I go into the kitchen. I'm looking at it right there. It's right to my left. It was on the toaster. She goes, I didn't see it. Now, she constantly goes in on the kids for not finding stuff, but she can't ever find something without me. So fair or foul, her <laughs> inability to find things, but going off on the kids for their inability to find things. That's, what I, that's all I need to know. Is it fair for me to take her can completely erase her takeout bill. And when I could have saved some extra ducats, <laughs> she didn't do what she was supposed to do to save me some extra ducats. Because you only get one shot at the promo code. That's it. You just get one shot at it. Then once it goes to like the renewal when it's like full price, it's like $100 a week or something like that. Which again, that's not bad because we spend maybe three times that in takeout between the two of us. So it's not terrible, but. It's me spending the hundred dollars, not her spending. Her spending that hundred dollars. And what I tell you last week, man, it goes to the house, man. Yo, this they is go so to the house. Man. I can't stand this girl, man, but I love her, man. But anyways, um, uh, first things first. Let's just get some of these uh, games out the way. King Sean is leading the uh, the pack today. Uh, he'll either finish. Uh, Six and one or five and two. Um, being zero, either we're both uh, behind on our uh, a game on our predictions. We all we all picked the same winner for the last game. So this uh, shit is so ridiculous, man. I'm sorry. Oh lord, oh, lord. y'all y'all it's okay, man. Tackle okay. the tight end, bro. Like why are that's we letting him run free? That's Kelsey, man. You ain't just tackling. He but. He been killing Malik Harrison all night, man. Get Malik and off of him. It don't matter who's on him. <laughs> it, don't, it don't. But can we get a safety on this, man? Safety's too little, man. Man, I don't want to hear that right now. Now, now if it was Ed Reed, y'all still had Ed Reed. I'll feel different, but y'all don't. Nah, they had Ed Reed. They wouldn't even be trying to throw here like this. Yeah, nah, definitely not. Definitely not. But um, but uh, yeah. So as y'all hear, King Sean pissed off about his game. Uh, Zero, what do you think about the Jaguars? <sighs> I don't know what to think. <clears throat> so in two games, James Robinson has nineteen carries. And Trevor Lawrence has thrown the ball 86 times. 
that's an issue. Can't get pressure. For some odd reason, we have a white safety. Um, I, <laughs> I didn't even know the, <laughs> I, I didn't even know those existed anymore. But we got him, and he's starting. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They call him. Uh, they say he looks like Kid Rock. It's like, well, he need to carry his Kid Rock looking ass to the bench. He don't belong on the field. He's a liability. Like, how how weird is it that you have a safety sitting on the bench who is better at coverage than the guy that you have starting, but you want to keep the guy who's better at coverage on the bench and the guy who's good at nothing on the field? I I, I, I don't I don't know. It's so like, I found out today that nobody knows what Urban Meyer's contract is. <laughs> I told you I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, you can search up. for it. <laughs> I looked it up. I was like, I heard ten to twelve million. I heard twelve six years, twelve million a year, so seventy-two million. But then I was listening to a couple radio shows, and they were like, "Yeah, we think he's a, on a four-year, ten million or twelve. They don't even know. Nobody now, knows. Kept this on the hush. I don't know. Nobody knows. It's like, dog. I know he pissed right now because he, if he would have waited just a little bit longer, he'd get the USC job. Like, I, like nothing. We don't have talent, especially on the offensive end. It's like, our starting tight end is a blocking tight end. Our best receiving tight end can't get separation. None of our receivers can get separation. And our and our best offensive player besides um, Trevor Lawrence has only carried the ball 19 times in two games. So that's eight, eight, nine. nine. Now question, are y'all getting down? Like, is y'all defense letting up like, uh, like points early? No, to, um, to like take you out uh, to take you no, out of like last, a running game. Not last, last, um, last week. Last week, yeah. To um today we scored first. We had our stops, but because we're not converting, and you know, with us not converting, the defense has to go right back out on the field. Not to mention Trevor Lawrence throwing more interceptions, so he's. So he's thrown four touchdowns and five interceptions on the year so far. Like I said, he's thrown the ball 86 times to our best offensive player so far. Well, from last year, only having 19 carries. I really think Urban Meyer did not adjust. Or Urban Meyer showing his hand, in my opinion. If Travis Etienne didn't break his foot and have surgery, Etienne will be the starter. Starter at what? Running back. Running back. Because Etienne is is a more versatile weapon than um is a more Robinson. versatile weapon than Robinson. Because Robinson, yeah, he has great he's vision, but he's on a but he's a he's a thumper. 
and he doesn't have he's a thumper he doesn't have the speed Etienne is a home run threat no matter how you get him the ball so I'm thinking Urban Meyer didn't adjust how he should have when Etienne, when Etienne um, ended up breaking his foot in the preseason like you know I don't I, I don't like we're gonna lose to Arizona next week because our secondary is still suspects like I said we got a white safety so we're basically giving up 500 yards through the air next week the offensive line is doing well because what's his name has only gotten sacked twice but even penalties is killing us. But I'm I'm t- I'm tired of talking about Urban Meyer and him not knowing what the hell he's doing. Yeah, um, it's unfortunate. Like I said, I actually had the Jaguars going two and two in the beginning of the season, um, and then going on their losing streak the mid part of the season because that's, that's the, the hardest part of the schedule. Yeah, yeah, gets yeah, us tough, and um, the Texans. I actually had, you know, um, they're where they I thought I thought they'd be, but they've actually looked good in both of the games that they played, and I had them with the worst record in football. So it was like, yeah, I think the Jaguars are cruising to a number one pick um, all over again. Um, I don't think the Texans are a playoff team, but I don't think any team wants to see them like on a on a yeah, on a, on a crazy I, day. I, I feel that on way a, too. On any given Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I feel that way too. Um, when it comes to my team, Die Easy Jets fan, um, Zach Wilson threw four interceptions and it was still halfway through the first, uh, through the second quarter. I didn't know that. Was, yes, four interceptions. He ended up the game with four interceptions, but he was five for 11 with four interceptions. Did they take him out? No, he played no. the game. Um, why don't they just let they, why do they set their QBs up to fail? Well, here's here's the issue with Zach Wilson. He was always gonna play. I mean, I understand that, but like with two interceptions, I would take I would take him out at that point. No, like no. I would nah, let him play I, I, through I, it. Cause he's cause he's gonna be the because you look at him as the franchise, you gotta let him play through it. No, well, because quarterbacks are fragile mentally. So um so you have to that's that's the idea anyways my thing is they should have never drafted that's my issue they should have never drafted um the only you know it's funny as far as the rookies are concerned even though he's thrown a lot of interceptions uh trevor lawrence has actually probably looked the best like believe it or not like from what like me actually like going back and watching the game or not really watching the whole game but watching the highlights and that stuff Mac is Mac is still doing what? Doing what? Mac didn't even throw a touchdown. He, th- I think he had 189 yards, and that's what I'm saying. That's like, it. He, he's high, he's very limited. He ain't turning that ball over. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, that's gonna win you football games. That's gonna make you to the, that's gonna get you to the Super Bowl. Turning it over ain't gonna make it easy. Shoot, all I know is. Uh, all I know is um, who uh, who there's a guy named Patrick Mahomes that throws interceptions, but throws a lot more touchdowns. <laughs> this dude is this dude is two games in with one touchdown. 
That's not going to win you. That's not going to get you to the playoffs. You ain't got two games in with six in the <laughs> you But the Jets ain't a playoff team. Yeah, so. No, that's what I'm just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, I'm you, a, I'm matter, a matter, matter, matter of fact, I'm it's funny because even with the six interceptions, he got double the touchdowns that Mac Jones got. <laughs> like on a on a on a worse coach team on a worse roster, Th- think about that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just he's he's showing he's showing his limit. It's clear that he's limited at this point, but he is accurate. But he's a, he's oh in the last two games he's shown that he's he's really a backup. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not he's not he's not truly a starter. Now can he? Can he get better as his career goes along? One hundred percent, as all of them can. But I don't. Mac Jones is doing exactly what I thought he'd do. Like exactly what I thought he'd do. Be accurate, be efficient, but not. But be completely reliant on the 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 soft one, the softest divisions in football to get wins. And the only the only the team he looked okay against, which was Miami is New England South. He's been looking at that defense his entire off, uh, 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 preseason. <laughs> so it's like, it's, yeah, Matt. Um, but I think, I actually think that um, Trevor Lawrence has looked the best and uh, Justin Fields, when he got into the game today, I mean, they won, but he wasn't all that um, good. And then um, Trey, Trey Lance don't need to be on the field. He, they need to keep him on the bench. Um, I think he has potential to be good, but um, under Kyle Shanahan, but he he don't he don't need to be he don't need to be playing this year at all. Yeah, it's but, like um, you want to throw him into a few packages and all that. It's like no, I don't think come on. Do that no, no, no. I'm I'm saying no. Nah, I'm I'm criticizing that. I don't oh, think yeah, they yeah, should be doing. Yeah. It's like just let Jimmy Garoppolo play. Well, Jimmy like, Garoppolo has a winning record as a starter, like a like a very good record as a starter. There's no need for Trey Lance to be playing. There's no need at all. Do that crap in next preseason. Or like leave it alone this year. But um, but that that's our uh, that's our NFL um, you know, situation for this week. Um but there's a couple things that we wanted to get into um as far as um men, men in particular and certain things that we as men um, deal with or maybe don't deal with um, depending on your situation. Um, the first thing was uh, there was a video that Zero had shared which was um, the there's apparently in the US there's going to be they're talking about making mandatory DNA tests and things of that nature. Um, for 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 women with uh, um, who have children, um, I I actually think I know where this comes from. This I think this comes from stemming from the fact that there is a big issue in the law where there's a woman who just puts who can just put a man's name on their birth certificate, and they and they're obligated to pay child support. Um, a few years back, I think the gentleman from he was living in Detroit or something like that. He uh, he they put him in jail for back child support for like 15 years or something. He never had a kid, and then she even admitted 
like, well, yeah, it wasn't his kid. I just put his name on the birth certificate because we were really close. He was a really good friend of mine, whatever. And it's just like, and you know, and like I said, he ended up going to jail for a kid that wasn't his. And that he didn't even know what was going on because the law is so, 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 uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Inept. It, it, it leaves a lot of men exposed when it comes to those situations. And also you get to the issue where there's a lot of, there's men who may even claim a child that's actually not his. And then because he claims his child, he willingly puts his name on the birth certificate. He's obligated to child support for the rest of their, uh, for their 18 years on, on the earth. Even if he finds out that the child is not his when they're 10 or 12 or whatever it might be. So it's it's a very, I think, I actually think it's a good law. Um, of course, a lot of women were against it uh, that was on this particular panel. Um, and, I'm, and I'm going to be assuming that there are gonna be many women against that um, specific mandate. Um, but I guess I'm gonna start with you, uh, King Sean, on what are your thoughts on it being mandated? And do you think it's right? Do you think it's wrong? Um, go ahead. First, I, have, I got a question real quick. Do y'all think this, this happens more in the black community or the white community? Um, I think it, it probably happens more in the white community, to be honest. You think it happens more in the white? Yeah. What about you, Zero? I think it happens more in the uh, black. I think it happens more in the black too. <clears throat> I, I I know it happens in the white though. I'm not saying it doesn't happen in the white because I watch like a lot of court shows and like a lot of paternity shows and shit like that. And I've seen cases, I've seen a case in particular like exactly the one that you're talking about. And the dude actually did time and it wasn't his child. But then when he got out of jail, he went to go meet the girl and even like, like he he started treating the girl like it was his daughter, and then went to paternity court and found out it wasn't really his daughter, and then like that killed him even more. But long story short, like I don't, I mean, I don't think it's a good idea to get mandated. I, and when it comes to the child support thing, I like it's, it's like yeah, I do agree with it, but when it comes to like just, I think, I think men period just have to know like who 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 they lay down with and, men, and women too like just be accountable who you lay down with at the end of the day and if you need to take the DNA test at the end of the day take the DNA test at the end of the day I feel like like I said I feel like this happens more in, in, in black communities and I, I feel like it's just because men black men especially are like I said I feel like it's been psychologically passed down through generations through generations all the way from slavery to not really believe a woman when they say that they're pregnant with our child unless we are like married to that woman honestly so i believe it's it's, it's just part it's, it's just passed down especially like when you had <clears throat> the slave master come take a, a, a slave's wife or her mistress at, at the time or whatever it may be to the man and impregnate her and then that baby comes out and it's not his, it's not the slave's baby it's the master's baby you know what i'm saying but at the same time like he still got to provide for this child because that's his wife at the end of the day and that child is still a slave at the end of the day. So 
I mean, I think I don't know, man. It's just I don't know. It's it's it's, it's, it's deep, man. To me, it's deep. Zero. Well, <clears throat> I watched the uh, video almost in its entirety, and um, I think the question. Yeah, I think the original question, because it was a, I think it was a reading. Yeah, somebody emailed the question about what they would think about mandating um, DNA tests. But the issue when I watched the video was that um, instead of really addressing addressing the question per se it ended up turning into like a man versus woman type of situation where it was like where uh, I think the first comment when they were talking about it was one of the ladies said well if you weren't if y'all weren't slinging your dicks around all over the place you wouldn't have to ask this question it's like I don't think they understand I don't think they really understand the question because um no man wants to wants to wants to take respond unless maybe like in marriage if they take on the child if it's not theirs they don't yeah they um they don't want to take care of somebody else's child it's like you know I don't want to go like what was it Kanye had said in the song um, Gold Digger he said 18 years 18 years and then when they turn 18 you found out it wasn't his it's like you have to it's like you're dealing with a situ- you're dealing with a situation to where men just want to know so they don't have to be obligated to take care of a child that isn't theirs but watching the video it turned into well you must be guilty of something you must be cheating to then ask for a dna test it wasn't called me and my me and my wife talked about it she said um for each of our children when they were signing when she was signing uh uh, papers and stuff they asked her both times did she did she want to take a dna test to make sure that um that the that the um the babies yeah that my babies were mine it's like right, but see but this, this is, is this this is where i gotta disagree with you all right so like being a man that has two children with two different women like i feel like i'm gonna be like like how Lando said like, you gotta hold the men accountable i gotta hold myself accountable like at that point like i said if you if you out here raw dogging women like that, that you feel like you gotta ask, who like, are you cheating or if you messing with so many other different men, then you shouldn't be messing with that woman. You shouldn't be raw dogging, straight up. Nah, I wasn't. Nah, it was just in the video. I wasn't saying. Okay, okay. Yeah, I wasn't saying that because it was like that was their that was what their point was. It's like you know, the women were basically trying to say, well, you must be guilty of something for you to want to ask for a dna test but okay. you have men, yeah but you have men that are like you know and i think one of them had said well if you get married that's then the there's no reason yeah that's the assurance but it was like 
when does getting married actually prevent anybody from cheating? It's like just because we got married doesn't mean that. So here's here's I'm gonna interject. So here's the issue that um, I think the point that everybody's missing, um, and this is just coming from personal experience. Um, when I was I was married and with my ex-wife for nine years. Um, I while and we met when I was 17 I just turned 17 I never in nine years I had sex with one person my ex-wife in the nine years that we were together she had sex with more than one person. That's why we got divorced. So to make the assumption that you believe somebody may or may not be cheating because of what you're doing is irresponsible. It's just, just like I said, just from experience. I didn't, I didn't think like, oh, my, uh, my ex-wife, like, oh, she must be cheating because I'm doing dirt. No, that's just what she did. That's just um, how she was when it came to um, our relationship. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. I wish nothing but the best. And, you know, my, my kids are my kids. But you don't know what other people are doing when you're not around. Control what you can control. And um, with that being said, I can, what I can do is when it comes to the mandatory, hey, DNA test, quick swab, the father, you're the, it, it don't even have to be up to the man asking. That's just what you do. You swab just like they do, um, well, just like they do certain tests when it comes to the child, that's just what they do. They ain't gotta ask permission. You know what I'm saying? They just do the swab, hey, you know, just to let you know. And if and the, 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 the DNA test comes as an adverse um, 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 result, then everybody has the right to know. And so that's how, that's kind of like how I feel about it. I, I'm nev I've never been somebody who is slept around with a bunch of women. I can count on my one hand how many women I've been with. So it's just like, so if, again, but I, can, I can't say that about anybody who I've been with. So it's just like, as far as while they're in a relationship or whatever, so it's just, it's just how it is. Um, so that, I think that's where I want to push back against that. Um, Y'all go ahead. Yeah, so it's like in the uh, in the video, like the biggest issues were like that. Um, I know one of them was saying, you know, it shouldn't be on the government to do anything. The government needs to. The government has better things to do. This is a personal 
is a personal issue. It was like, in a sense, yes, it is a personal issue. It's because it's like you personally want to want to know if the child is yours or not because there are men out there that when a child is born they don't want to take care of another man's child they don't want to be put on child support for a child that isn't theirs but um, the issue in the conversation that was being had was like the pushback where so I didn't get to finish the video I was trying to get I was trying to get in what I could get in before we got on and um, they were like lady was just like if you're being faithful you don't have anything to worry about but it's like why is it that the man has to be the one doing dirt for him to want to know if the child is his like like Lando said, you you can't you um you can control what you can't control. Cause like I said, me and my wife had a conversation. Some and in the conversation, I had said, um, for some folks, it might be suspicious, especially if you're in a in a relationship to where you've been trying for years and years and years and nothing's working it's like nothing you do works you go by the schedule you're doing everything that you need to do five years you can never get her pregnant all of a sudden she gets pregnant and in the guy's mind he may feel he may think is this and yeah it's just it's like, is it mine? Because we tried for so many years and nothing happened. So then he goes to add, see, he's like, then he starts to get suspicious. It's just a suspicion thing or just wanting to be curious if it is what it is. Because I don't want to, I don't want to think that, yes, I don't want to think that um, she's done anything um, outside of the relationship. But for but for us to have tried for this long, then all of a sudden she gets she gets pregnant. It's like, how do I know that she didn't do something else in order for her to get like I'm there's I've I've known people to actually think like that. Like to be like, well, we tried for this long and nothing's ever happened. And all of a sudden she's pregnant. How the hell did that even happen? Yeah, it's not. It's not even. It's not. It was a. It was something that was that was said to me that I have repeated to her. So it was like to just have the D, like you said, quick DNA swab. It is what it is. But they put took it to a level to where it became a versus matchup. It's like because even in the video, the young lady, the short haircut was saying women take care of somebody else's child all the time that is like for the guys it was like no you choose to do that it's like if you know it's not yours and you you choose to do it versus if somebody gets pregnant they think the child is theirs and then 
years down the line um you find out that the child isn't yours it's like instead of having to go down the line go like four five six years taking care of a child to then find out it isn't yours they felt as if they should find out as soon as the child is born to nip it in the bud i'm not going to be in this type of situation well the the thing is the difference and i think like you know from bits and pieces of the video i was saying Uh um, though it was good to have dialogue when you have a bunch of people who don't know what the hell they're what the hell to say Uh um, you have a lot of communication issues so because like you said they try to make it into a rivalry and it's like well women take care of other people other men's children all the time and they're 100 correct just like there are men who take care of other women's children all the time you know like they, that is it's it's foolish they act they they saying that makes it sound like there's no such thing as stepdad there's only stepmoms yeah you know what i'm saying so like that's so that's again it's very irresponsible so on the other side of it the dis- the difference is the lie Like, if I'm a stepfather, I know for a fact that's not biologically mine. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. I can't, it's, your kid is three years old. I, I just met you 20 minutes ago. Like, I know that's not mine. But when you have slept with more than one person around the same time you got pregnant, then you make it seem like it's, the person who you in a relationship with or whoever you want to be in a relationship with because sometimes it is like that and then it's like oh yeah it's yours it's yours it's yours you're or, or you lead that person to believe it's theirs when you know there's a possibility that it isn't so just to avoid all that and like and again and also on the other side of it is a woman who doesn't have who doesn't have a uh uh, uh, an issue um, or as far as like if a woman has been faithful because this is all about the unfaithful unfaithfulness of women we gotta act we gotta stop acting like women don't cheat I know for a fact that they do I've been cheated on that's why I'm not married anymore several mm-hmm. times so it's just women cheat too so we gotta we when it comes to holding men accountable, I do 100% understand that. But at the end of the day, if you have unprotected sex as a woman with multiple partners, you risk also getting, not the man only risks, the man risks getting somebody else pregnant, but you get, you risk getting pregnant by somebody else. And so if you're like, shoot, I messed up. I had a, I had sex with somebody else. Um, and, you know, I'm pregnant. You know, but I I did it to get back at him. I don't care what your reason is. It happened, and you ha- you ha- the man has the right to know if the child he's going to raise like as if as if it is his to do so. I know um, uh, somebody um, I used to deal with um, or I used to work with. Her sister is not biologically her father's. Um, uh, the 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 her sister, her mother, 
um, dealt with somebody while the father was on deployment and got pregnant. The father raised that child, her sister, as his own. Cause he, and he knew. So you see what I'm saying? Like he didn't get that, op- like so there's a lot of men who don't get that option. He knew and he still decided, no, I'm gonna do this because I, I'm gonna stay with my wife. I understand that this happened. The guy ne- was never in, the, in in her sister's life. And, you know, and he, he still does something for, still does things for his sister to this day. As far as he's concerned, that she's not biologically mine, but she's mine. And th- that's another thing that these women who kind of hide it, they take them, they take it off, they even give, they take that option away. I mean, you, you know how many, pro- how many kids on a stepfather? You know how many kids on a stepfather, man? <laughs> I got stepkids out in these streets now, man. Yeah. Like, like no bullshit, though. Like, seriously, like, on some shit, like, to where, like, like I've had, like, women that I've had dealt with, like, kids. Because I'm, I'm driving, I deliver. So, obviously, like, I'm everywhere. So, when they see me, like, they come up to me, they say, Sean, like, what's up? Give me a hug, all that shit. Like, when they see me, like, it's all the time. Like, always love when they see me. Always. Mm. But, uh, but, yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that and that's where that's where I'm like that that's where the big issue is. So it's like, oh well, like if I'm a, if at least how I'm thinking, if I'm a woman and this is something that is, let's say mandatory, this is mandated, just like um just like the Down syndrome test or anything like that, and it's like okay, we're just gonna swap the father, we're gonna you know DNA test just to make sure everything's good, and then. You, what, what are you what are you getting offended for? What are you getting offended for? Now, if the dad um, takes a DNA test or goes goes off on his own time, and that's what one of the women that said in the video was like, "Oh, you do that on your own time." I guarantee that if, let's say, there's a again an adverse result, <laughs> but you let's say let's say my son. I'm like, yo, I'm not sure if my son is mine. And I take him to get a DNA test and I find out he's not mine. And I confront my ex-wife about it. What are you gonna say? What zero? How do you think that conversation is gonna go on the woman's side? Well, you've been taking care of him. You're his father. No, 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 no I'm just saying he he's barely, he's barely alive. He's barely alive. He's been alive um, for a couple of weeks. I take him um, just again DNA test. Um, a couple of days later, I get the results, and I say, "Hey, yo, I got a DNA test. My son isn't mine." The, the 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 first thing that is going to come out of that woman's mouth is why you why take my son. Do- <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> you you went behind be my back. Yeah, that's that's gonna be the. That's gonna be- that's, That's gonna, gonna be the question. It's not gonna be. They're gonna try it's, to deflect. Yeah, it's not gonna be like. It's not gonna be the blank. The the issue's not gonna be that she cheated and got pregnant by somebody else. The issue's gonna be that you went behind her back and got a DNA test. And that's not right. Not at all. So I think that's where uh, and like it, it was always. And the, the issue that I have with a lot of women nowadays 
is when it comes to this independence and the strength and things of that nature, this is a man's world, but you never want to take personal accountability for the things that you can control as a woman. It's all demand, demand, demand. Every time something comes on you, you push it to the man. So if you're going to push it to me, it is my world. Since I got to dictate everything, then shut up and don't worry about me dictating. So, you know, say, oh, well, if you, like, if, for example, it will, if you didn't cheat, well, if you didn't, I, yes, let's say I cheated. You didn't have to cheat in retaliation. You could have just left. As a woman, you have all the power to do that. I don't care how much you love somebody. If you feel like you were so betrayed and you want to sit there and play some get back, now you ended up pregnant. What, what, oh, well, you cheated. So what? I didn't get the other chick pregnant. You pregnant. I used protection when I cheated on you. You clearly didn't. So what, what do you mean? So it's just like, yo, you sound you like, th th that's where, and a lot, when I was watching the video and you're trying, these guys are trying to rebuttal, but they're not used to debating. So they're just saying things that don't make a whole lot of sense, but then it comes around and it's like the four of them together are making sense out of nonsense. And then they end up coming up with a complete thought that ends up being a rebuttal, but the women have already, you know, come up with 30,000 rebuttals to all their rebuttals. And it's just like, yeah, you don't, you, none of, all y'all losing focus of the actual conversation. Should there be mandatory DNA tests? Why or why not? Why should there be? So all men know that the child who is who they perceive in their minds, in their hearts, and in their spirits that they, that is theirs is actually biologically theirs. That's it. Because a, a woman a woman doesn't have the option of not claiming a child as bi not biologically theirs. It comes out of you. You don't have that option, so you don't have to worry about that. Us as men, we. I and that's never crossed my mind. All my kids look, it's funny. The Duchess's dad, he looked at my, he looked at Coco Puff and he said, and he said, How did you do that? I said, What? He said, How'd you put your face on all your kids? And it's just like, you know, and then she was, and then the Duchess said, Yeah, your daddy loves himself so much that he made three identical copies of, his, of himself and his kids. And of course, my, my other two um, being a, a half half Latino, um, they're, they're lighter than, than my youngest. But it's just, uh, but it's just, it's just so funny how like, like with that, with that, I never worried about my kids not being my kids. But if that thought ever did come across my mind, like, I would 100% get a DNA test, 100%. And I don't care how you feel about it. Oh, it, whether the child is mine or if it's not, I don't care how you feel about it. Well, why, why would you do that? Well, like I said, with, when it comes to my ex-wife, well, because you cheated on me. That's why I feel like I needed to do that. Now, if it's somebody else who, you know, has that thought because of maybe a certain time where they might've been on a break or maybe a certain time where the, where the where the, the the significant other was was acting funny, 
hanging around a certain dude all the time at work, staying out late and things of that nature. And then she ended up pregnant. And like, like Zero said, yo, well, we've been having sex unprotected for a very long time, for a while, or it could even be multiple times. It don't even have to be that long. And it's like, well, she never got pregnant then, you know, and then all of a sudden this other dude gets in the picture and she's texting and things of that nature. And now she's pregnant. That That's reason to have thoughts creep into your mind without you actually doing something. Or you maybe have done something. And you like, like I know one guy who was like, yo, um, he was, he was, he cheated on his, um, his significant other several times. He was like, well, why should I believe that she ain't cheating? She knows what I'm doing out here in these streets. Why, why well, it's, it, I'll be stupid to think that she ain't doing anything. So you, you be stupid to think that she ain't doing anything because you a piece of shit. How does that make sense? <laughs> you know, you know and um and it's a, it's it's just an unfortunate thing that a lot of men I say because of the broken system when it comes to child support why i believe it on, only because of the financial responsibility that is placed on on men when they are not or when a woman just puts their name on the birth certificate or when they're when they're told that it's theirs and their name and they willingly put their name on the birth certificate it's very it's very unfortunate. I think that that can stop a lot of that and also hold women accountable for being unfaithful. Just like, you know, there's, there's, there's a, unfortunately for men, there's no accountability for them if they're unfaithful when it comes to like monetary value and things of that nature. Um, uh, maybe divorce and alimony or something like that. But if your wife stays with you, even though you got some other girl pregnant, there's no, there's no uh, there's no accountability held for them. I think that's why women get upset about it. Because it's like, well, if he cheats and gets somebody pregnant, like, it's not like I get, if I stay with him, it's not like I get child support, or it's not like I get some type of spousal support or whatever. If we're, especially if you're not married, you don't get anything. So it's it's an unfortunate reality, and it's a, it's a double standard, but unfortunately men can't get pregnant. So there's gonna be a double standard. It's as simple as that. But um, anything you you y'all got to add? Nah. No. All right. Um, <laughs> the last topic I want to talk about, and it's crazy because I mentioned this earlier today, and then somebody that I know that um um. I've grown uh, pretty cool with had a, had an incident and I won't get too deep into it but uh, it's male depression and uh, I how can I put this um, male depression is something that is very I guess it's not talked about enough. It's not, it's not highlighted enough. And it's, um, it's a very, it's a very unfortunate um, position. So I'll let y'all get going in a second, but I just want to speak about my personal experience, just like I did with the last segment. Um, 
when I was married, um, and I was with my ex-wife, and she cheated on me four times that I know of. Let's just put it that way. Um, it could have been a lot more. I, I, I'll never know. But um, I didn't realize I was depressed. And, you know, all, in all honesty, just because of how much crap I talk when it comes to, like, being debonair and all this other stuff, and, you know, I, I said it so much, I believed it. You know, and I, me and my friend Terrell, like we, like I said on a previous episode, we made it into our own thing. I, I, it, I had been calling myself debonair for five, six years before I actually looked up the definition of the word. You know, it's, it's, it's just, um, it's, uh, we turned into our own thing. So I kept saying that to myself, but I wasn't acting like it. What I, what do I mean by that? Well, because when my ex-wife had cheated on me. Um, I, I took it as I did something wrong. And, um, I, when I would do something and it's like, okay, like that, that pushed her to that. And it's like, well, that ain't, that ain't depression, but in all honesty, it is because you're putting yourself down for actions of someone else. And then it got to the point where I had felt um, an unworthiness. And it's like, all right. Um, and then one one time, I think the last time that she, that she, uh, that she cheated on me or whatever. And I was like, I was like, and she was like, you know, well, and at the time I was really heavy. I was really heavy. And um, she was saying, oh, well, nobody, nobody's gonna love you. Like who's gonna love you but me? And I believed that. I'd actually believed that for a second. It was just like, all right, how, how did I let it get to this point? And I'm like, huh. I, you know, like that's that that's that's just what it is. That's just what it is for me, I guess. And um, and then you know, as things went on, I ended up getting with my ex girlfriend, and then you know we broke up, and then it came up again where I felt like, you know, I wasn't worthy of love, and you know, just falling into more of a depressive state. And uh, I ended up getting, I ended up getting with this uh, this girl for a couple couple months. She was a lot older than me, like eight years older than me, or something like that. And we had dealt with each other for a while, but I was like, for like I said, about maybe three months, three four months. And um, and uh, we were talking. Uh, I didn't want to like rush things because again, I felt that unworthiness. And um, I think she, there was a point where she was like, she had invited me over and things of that nature. And I get, I think she wanted to have sex, but I, again, I, my unworthiness or my feeling of that, I didn't go there. And even though I wanted to, and clearly she wanted to, because after that she had stopped, she pretty much had stopped dealing with me after that. And uh, 
it was like, oh shoot. Like, I, I had one, two, three things happen back to back. And I was like, it was probably the, one of the greatest lessons when it came to relationships in my life, where I was like, yo, it ain't about you. Like, it don't matter how well you treat somebody. Like, if they don't love you the way they should love you, that's a them problem. That's not a you problem. And then I when I when that hit me, I got my worthiness back. And not a lot of men, um, because I'm you talking about, I guess when my ex-wife had first cheated on me to the point where the, the last girl had just kind of disappeared. It's funny because I uh, we I actually ran into her not too long ago at a restaurant, um, right, right around the time Cocoa Puff was born. And it was just like, yo, they really don't care. So like, take care of you first. And when you take care of you first, everything else takes care of itself. And I didn't talk to nobody about it because us as men, we don't like talking about trauma, about pain. And then when it comes to women, we've talked about it before on the podcast. You open up to a woman and she tends, if if she is a woman who's like that, she'll use it against you when you're at a moment of weakness. So you can't, you don't even trust your, your own woman enough to be vulnerable enough with her so that you can open up to her when you have issues um, and when you have pain, when you have trauma. Um, and I remember when I started bottling things in, um, me and my ex-wife were at a couple section. Um, and uh, it was after, I think, the, se- the second time she had cheated on me. And uh, and we were doing couples counseling, things of that nature. And she was like, oh, well, he um, he he he's he he be acting like a little um, he be acting like a little bitch. He cries more than I do, and he's supposed to be a man. And after that, I just I stopped crying. After that, I stopped releasing emotions. After that, because I'm like, yo, if, if she's saying this to our counselor when we were supposed to be in a vulnerable state. And it's like my mother never told me it's not okay to cry. My mother never raised me that way. But then when I got somebody who I have, you know, two children with at the time, it was, you know, uh, it's like, well, if I can't even be in pain around her, then I can't feel pain at all. So you just bottle it in. And then, you know, my bottle in turned into rage. And it was like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't like that feeling. You know what I'm saying? And I would just, you know, Zero would tell y'all out there, I would snap on people in a heartbeat and not care about no consequences. And I wasn't running around with guns on me or anything like that. I just got confidence in my hands, my ability to fight. If you want to take it there, we'll take it there. And if you if 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 you if you're gonna take it there to like where you feel like you need to kill me or maim me with a weapon, that's in God's hands. Like that's how I was taking a lot of stuff, and it was it was very unfortunate um, for myself. And like I said, I kind of got I got myself out of that out of that state 
not every not every man has the ability to do that. And um, you know, for myself, and like I said, with uh, um, my friend, my friend who's dealing with his own personal issues, like I'm like, yo, I know how hard it is to get out of that yourself. So if anybody, if I see one of my guy friends dealing with stuff, like no, like you talk to me, like you don't need to deal with nobody else. I'm not gonna judge you. I'm not gonna criticize you. Now, if you acting, if you acting a certain way. I'm going to I'm going to come to you with understanding but I'm also going to tell you what you need to know because you better than that. And you know, it might come off as harsh at times, but know that I'm doing this because I love you, not because I'm trying to hurt you. And that's I try to have people understand that, like my friend Steven who passed away about a month ago. Like that's who that's who like me and him had that kind of relationship. And we would have those conversations cuz he would feel down and things of that nature. And of course, come on, understand it, but then be like, "Yo, this is what you gotta do to get out of that." And you know, um, uh, you know, it, it, for according to him, it helped him out a lot sometimes. But um, I guess what now that's my story and how I went from up to way down to back up again. Um, just want y'all go through. Y'all don't necessarily have to share what in a way that I shared, but just talk about male depression in general and what y'all feel like would be steps to us as men opening up to more of those uh, conversations. I feel like it's not talked about uh, a lot. Um, I feel like it can be talked about more, but I feel like that's like that's part of like, uh, like this, this podcast that I watch called I'm Athlete, they use this term called machismo. <laughs> That's why I go my, the machismo and men like, like always got to be tough, always got to act hard. Pretty much like, don't nobody want to like. I don't know about y'all, but like, I, like I, I have boys that I can like sit. Well, I don't say boy, I don't wanna say boys, but I have friends. I probably say two or three friends that I can literally call and talk to, and literally tell some shit to, and 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 and, and get some honest opinions from. Sometimes like I can take the, I I can tell when. They telling me shit that I that I want to hear instead of need to hear, but then I have like the, the one or two that especially tell me shit that I need to hear. But I'm not gonna sit here and say that I haven't experienced depression because, like you said, I've been cheated on. That shit has fucked me up. Like I just been, I just been a good man. Period. In, in relationships with women, and I've been fucked over. Period. And that shit has fucked me up. Like what the fuck is wrong with me? Type shit. Like what what don't I bring to the table? What can I bring to the table? Like what it is about me or it's like especially when you go backwards if you go backwards to something that you had before like and you already know the outcome of that like that fucks me up like why, why go back why keep going back if you if, if you want something new like that so like i said that that's put me in in, in some some mental shambles before personally but um i mean i guess we feel like don't nobody give a fuck I, I, honestly deep down don't nobody care don't nobody really care. Don't nobody really care about that shit. So I think that's really what it is at the end of the day. Yeah, a lot of time. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, uh, be more, be more. <laughs> Go. Okay. Okay. Oh, 
first round pick, Odafe Owe, out here and falling. Welcome to the league, bro. I told you, man. I was like, oh, they hovering around. They at home with two picks and a pick set. They still got yes, time out. sir. Yeah, they still got all, three. All, all they all they need is two first downs and it's game over. No, it's all right. We got this. Oh, oh, man. Man. We got this. We can't Go stop the working all day. Yo, this dude look like a goddamn gremlin. See, if you would have did that and said all that the first time instead of just clenching your neck up and just... <laughs> Just flailing all over the screen, <laughs> like he didn't say nothing. <laughs> He's just teeth clenching, just <laughs> uh, like about to take a shit. If uh, anybody took a shit like that, they need to go to the hospital immediately. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, but Sean's right. It's like really. Don't nobody care. Like, it's sad to even say that because, like you said, um, I've had plenty of times where I opened up in past relationships and get into an argument, and it's been, and my feelings have been weaponized against me. Like, Like, I only got, yeah, it's like, literally, Lando and Spy would be the only people that I talk to about the, um, any situations that I'm having when I, when I need to talk, if I even choose to, because yeah, that's, that's I've always, because I've always, because I've always been one to just not want to say anything in fear of in fear of probably being insulted as being insulted as a man like I'm not allowed to have any sort of emotion whatsoever like I've had an ex like I um I remember I got I remember I, I just wanted to talk and we talked right and I'm sitting here and um, we get, then like maybe a month down the road we get into an argument and everything that I told her she she just threw it in my face and then whenever she wanted to talk to me about anything I wouldn't really I I'd be like, oh, okay, that's fine. And she was like, You're a robot. Ooh. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. That's the game right there. That's the yeah. game right there. That's the game right there. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't count us out. 
Sorry. That's the name of the podcast. That's it. Hi, Brandon Marshall. <laughs> you weren't there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you weren't there. They don't know. Everybody, y'all talk about guaranteed contracts. Everybody on TV guaranteed. Like you don't know because I, I was there. That vein popping out of his neck in the middle of his damn forehead, but <laughs> but it's like. But it was like, you know, she started saying that I was a robot whenever whenever situations would come up and I really didn't show any emotion. But it's like, I said, and I told her straight up, I was like, why should I have to, why should I have to show any emotion to you when you clearly show that coming to you is not an option? Like, well, this, this goes into, you know, we've all kind of expressed that. This goes into what King Charles was saying last week when it came to women. Um, even though I pushed back against it, he had some validity to his point where he was like, yo, we don't need women for anything but sex. Because, like, when you have a relationship like that, I don't need a woman. Because, it's like, you're, if you're, that's the way you're going to speak about it or that's the way you're going to carry me, like, there's... I don't necessarily need to open up to you because this is how you're going to take that information and and run with it versus if I go to my homeboy and talk to him, I'm not going to be judged in the same manner. Uh, uh, sorry to cut you off, Zero, but continue. And, and no, but but even be going through the same shit. Sorry. But yeah. even but even um but there's even guys that would um if you even because. It, it always depends because there's even guys that would be like um, that would look at you that would look at you like like for real man it's like pull your skirt down B it's like I came to you in con- it was like I came to you in confidence it's like you know it's not wait hold on is that I was saying? Has that realistically ever happened to you? Because I, I, I no, and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, like as far as you know, I, I know, you know who I can, yeah. that you can go to when it comes yeah. to that. So I've never, I've personally never had that happen to me. So you know what I'm saying? It's just like you, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't buy into that at all. Because I, there, if there's some dude who just all macho and stuff and think that there's no vulnerability not, ever in men. I've, I've seen that type. I've seen that type, but it's, but he's not usually in my crew. My my clique, my crew. That's that's not not, I'm, I'm not saying that it's happened to me. I'm no, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think I, I don't think that we should we should use like you know non personal examples to make a point though because it's just no. Nah, like, but I've because no, yeah, um no, no no I don't think that there's any, well at least on this panel there's no. There's nobody who's experienced that. You know, it's just like there's do you you know who you know who you can go to when it comes to times when you feel uh vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you ain't you ain't going to the dude who's gonna do nothing but blast you the whole time.
but like I said, I go I go to my cousin. Y'all call him Spy. I call him Black. <laughs> but uh, I, I usually go to him when I when I need some like advice on any and everything, just because I know he's gonna shoot it to me straight. He unbiased. He ain't gonna hold back no feelings, and then he gonna ask questions at the same time. Like he's not gonna judge anything off of just what you give him. Like he he gonna try to add as much context to it as much before he give you an answer. So mm-hmm. that, that's that's one of my my confidants. Mm-hmm. In all in all honesty, you know, pers- personally, personally, even even when it comes to zero, who's my brother, I don't go to nobody. Like if I'm dealing with something, I don't go to nobody. Like I, I like like just speaking real about it. Like I don't I don't I don't share I don't share those things with people. Like I share things after the fact. Like after I've gotten over it. Because like because you know, at least at least within my own mind, I feel like I'm I, I've beaten it. I've beat it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like now I can share it. But I don't. I don't say nothing to nobody. It, you know, my, I remember my aunt. Who I talk. I talk to my aunt on like a almost a regular basis. And she was saying, and I told her about my ex-wife cheating on me, whatever. And she was like, "Wait, hold on. She she, she cheated on you before that last time, or before the time you got divorced?" I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "Why you never said anything? We talked like every day. Like especially when she was like going through her cancer. And like I literally called her." every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like on FaceTime on my on my on my computer. You know, and she she was like, I'm sub- you never told me that. I was like, oh I didn't? Well I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it was just but like you know but like I said that that time from when I gotten um when I got when I gotten I guess um broken up with uh I got broken up with, and um, and then that one girl. I get. I, actually, I would say after that. So when that girl had ghosted me, to the time the four years I was single, I didn't talk to nobody about nothing I was dealing with, like on surreal junk. So it was just like you know, if I was dealing with something, I just I just dealt with it. You know what I'm saying? Because I was always I I would tell myself like I'm better. I'm stronger than this. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm 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 capable of rising above this, and uh, and you know, should like there, there's there's several things that nobody knows when it comes to some of the stuff that I dealt with over the over the years or over that though that that four year time span where I kind of um, isolated myself, and that's why and like I was saying about my friend who uh, I had texted him because he said he was going through some stuff. And I said, I kind of tell him, I was like, oh, we as men don't really have that outlet a lot of the time. Uh, so, you know, if you need somebody, like, let me know. Because I know how hard it is to get through it by yourself. And um, and I didn't like that feeling. And now that I'm more in touch with my feelings, you know, I express it a little more now. But um, but I know what it's like to have to grind through that on your own, and it sucks. And I think that when it comes to the the depression side of it, and men being depressed, and then 
us not not talking to certain people or not talking to anybody is not healthy. And then you end up having episodes where, you know, men commit suicide at 80%. 80% of suicides are done by men. And men, the difference between men and women, women actually attempt suicides pretty often, but they don't do it in such a violent way. Men usually shoot themselves. Men usually make sure there ain't no coming back. Women, women slit their wrists. Yeah, and take take and take some drown pills. Themselves. Yeah, take some pills and things of that nature. Like where it's like they 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 feel like there's a hope to be saved. Like men don't do that. No, but yeah, like yo, like even if I, if I do this, like maybe somebody will come around. Sure. You know, and and uh, a lot of. A lot of men, like I said, they, they, they're, they're usually more successful when it comes to suicides. And uh, and it's such an unfortunate thing. And, um, you know, I don't want anybody around me to attempt a suicide or anything like that. Um, but uh, I think also another thing that a lot of men do, maybe I, I don't want to call them soft, but, you know, guys who don't like hearing the truth, they 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 probably avoid that one friend who really does care about them or that one relative that really does care about them but just don't tell them some real straightforward stuff and they don't feel like they can handle that so they just decide like all right i know i know i can talk to lando because he ain't gonna judge me but he may come he may he may he may give me some he may give me the advice that I ain't really trying to hear right now. So I'm not gonna talk to him, even though, you know, I don't know if have you have you ever like dealt with that where you had that type of person around you who will, I guess kind of to Zero's point, um would be like, yo, like kind of like man up type of stuff, but it's not really like a man up like in a disrespectful way. It's like, yo, like kind of like you know, girl cheats on you. Like you don't need her. Like you know, you I mean, better than that, or what? You know, what I'm saying, or like, yo, you gotta, you, or we'll hold you accountable for some of the things that you did wrong that may have led to um, your incident that you're depressed about. Uh, I don't want to say necessarily that, but I, I mean, I have, I have friends that. Cause I don't, I don't I, it's crazy. I don't, I don't turn to my friends. I guess when I'm down in that, that, that mindset, like I try to deal with that myself. Like you said, I try to, I, I guess deal with it myself. And then when I come mm-hmm. out of it, tell somebody about it. Mm-hmm. But then, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, like nowadays, I guess with the relationship that I've got, I'm dealing with now with my girl. Like I, I, I talk to my boy Darrell just because, like, I know the person that I used to be. At certain times, and I be having a conversation with my. I, I mean, I talk to myself daily. But if you don't talk to yourself daily, you crazy. Like honestly, but I be mm-hmm. with when, with my conversations. Like I be having to also have somebody else in it and give them my thoughts as well. And ask them like, "Am I crazy on my thoughts?" So <clears throat> he gives me his 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 his, out, his outlook on my thoughts, and he gives me my advice. And sometimes he tells me shit that I need to hear. Sometimes he tells me shit I don't want to hear. But I mean. At the end of the day, I know, like, he, t- he tells me, this is what he does. <laughs> he says, as your friend, 
He said, as your friend, I'm making you this fight. As as your nigga on the, on the street, this is what I'm going to tell you to do right here. He said, but I'm going to tell you to do this as your friend, because this is what, what you should do. And I'm like, yeah. all right, boom. And that's what I do. And and honestly, yeah. when when you break it down like that, I, I think about it like, if this is the shit that I would do like as a, as a nigga on the street, then I don't need to do it. Like, I just, I, I take the, my, my good friend's advice and it's like what we do every yeah. time. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. You can t- you can take it as a good angel, bad angel type deal, but yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the way I do it, man. It's like my rock paper scissors. <laughs> yeah, no, I got you. Zero, you. how about yourself? We um dealing with um, or do I have a or somebody that I can that could be real with me no do you do is there somebody that you think that you know they'll be real with you but you avoid it because you don't want the truth no no um because every time um anytime I've had some sort of every time I've had some sort of issue that I wanted to if I didn't want to just deal with it on my own I would call you or call spy I take that back it is somebody that I that I that I I, I, I do and it's my father Mm. It's my father. Because every time, like, I don't know what it is, like, but every time my dad, like, when I go, when I go through something and I guess my dad goes through a lecture with me or, like, a lesson, like, a, a, a teaching lesson with me, even as a grown man, he makes me feel like a child and I don't mm. like it. Mm. And I'm saying that, I'm not saying that, like, he, like, the way he talks to me or anything like that, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but but it's just the way that he just like he he's gonna he's gonna sit there he's gonna do his little his son and da, da 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 his whole spiel and then you, you gotta sit there you gotta you gotta go through the whole thing you gotta listen to it and then like he gonna like well you know it wouldn't be me I wouldn't say what I wouldn't say if I wasn't your father da 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 da, da. like I gotta do my job and but it, like I I don't mind hearing it but at the same time like. <clears throat> I don't know. It's different. Like you ever hear somebody, like somebody ever tell you, like your mom or ever tell you to do something so many times and you don't do it, but then somebody else tell you to do something and you do it because you like it just hear it sound different here coming from somebody else's ears. Um, like that's that's kind that's kind of almost. Too much of, I was too much of a mom. <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> but do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> right, but that's, yeah. that's basically how it is with my dad. That's basically how it is with my dad. I don't yeah. I don't want to go. I don't want to hear the truth from my dad. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear the truth from my dad, but I'll hear it from somebody else. Yeah. So I remember there was um my sister. Uh you know, and I I, I know I know I actually did this. I actually did this wrong. Um, cause my sister and her now ex-husband was going through situation and, uh, 
excuse me. And uh, he would keep coming to me about my sister and things that he didn't agree with when it came to my sister. And he would always say, well, you know, I know that's your sister, so you're going to be on her side. And um, I didn't like that. Because I've always been on the side of the truth. I don't care about one side or the other side. Um, and Zero probably knows this better than anybody. Because for the most part, if you come to me about a situation, I'm going to tell you what you, at least if you wanted advice, I'm going to tell you what you should do. I can't tell you, at least let's say you're in a issue with your girl or your wife or whatever. I can't tell you what she should do. I can only tell you, because you came to me. She didn't come to me. So I can only tell you what you should do to make it better. And if you don't do that, then I can't do anything for you. So he would come to me and I would tell him what he needed to do. And he would take it as because I'm holding him accountable. Uh, that I'm just taking my sister's side. But you don't know the conversations that I'm having with my sister. Because I guarantee you, she getting way worse than you get, bro. Because she's my sister. Exactly. <laughs> but he didn't see it that way. And then one day I was like, yo, don't talk to me. They don't never say that. Don't talk to me about it no more. And I think that's why I think I was wrong for that. And the reason why I say I think I was wrong for that is because um, you sh I don't think at this point in my life that you should shut the door when people cry for help. Whether they take your advice or not, like that's up to them. Just don't spend too much time giving them advice. Like, yo, you got 10, 15 minutes. But outside of that, like, I don't, I feel like you shouldn't shut that door. And the King Charles disagree with you. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, dis I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Oh, okay. you shake your head. With, <laughs> no, no, I, yeah, I, sh I shake my head because, like, I, I have a rule, like, because because that that really bugs, like, that that hurts my soul, like, especially if you yeah. ask me, but if you sit down and ask me for my advice and I ask you, like, yo, like, if I give you some shit, if my, if my advice, like, at least like strongly take it into consideration. Don't ask for it, just not take it into consideration. But if you you got two times to ask me for my advice and not like at least go with what I say one time. And I will never give you advice again. I'm like, man, what, like, why are you asking? You're not going to do what I say anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will literally ask you that. Why are you asking? You're not going to do what I say anyway. Yeah. I've said that to girlfriends before, not trying to be funny. And I've said that to my boys before, like everything. Yeah. Why ask me? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not playing that game after two times. You got two times. <laughs> Dang, man. He like, he <laughs> two times. Go. He like, yo, first of all, I don't play baseball. It ain't three strikes, it's two decks. <laughs> Back. Back. You out of here. Let <laughs> me blame on you. Let me trust you with the blame on you. Hey. I'm trying to tell you, man. I can't do it. Because that hurts my, because I give good advice. Like, especially, like, this is one thing I was talking to my girl about the other day. I hate when 
women try to make excuse for dudes that run game on them. Meaning, like, say for instance, <laughs> say for instance, if you tell, like, I, I got a girl, I used to have a girl best friend. I used to tell her things that's like that that was a dude was running game. I'm like, yo, this dude running game. Well, you doing this? Boom, 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 boom. Next, he gonna be doing this. Watch. Nah, he ain't doing that. Nah, nah. Like, I, why are you making excuses for that? Why are you making excuses for that? If I'm a man telling you as, as a man, mm-hmm. and I know what men do. This is this is my species. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like. Yo, and it always be the females who have male friends and say, oh, I know what a guy is thinking because I got a bunch of male friends. Shut your stupid ass up. And it's always the ones at home pen pals with the jailbirds, okay? Yo, like, (laughs) that you even said something about that. I had a co-worker. She was always talking about how, like, how she wanted to get into a relationship but her thing but the way she always approached everything was oh we gotta have sex first and if the sex is great then this that then um, I'm probably gonna try to stick with with uh, old boy it's like um, and I said I said to her it's like yo um, I think I think you should um I think you should take a different approach because it was like you know because you could have all the sex in the world but if you but if y'all can't even hold a conversation if y'all can't enjoy each other's company except for being in the bedroom it ain't gonna last at all so then so she went ahead um did the do dude ghosted her she talked to somebody else, did the do, do ghosted her. And it kept on happening over and over and over again. And then and she would like she would say something and she would know that I was within earshot and I'd just look at her and I'd shake my head. She would she'd be like, What? It's like well, I ain't got nothing to say. So she would come I mean, she came up to me and I said, Yo, you keep on doing the same dumb shit and you keep on thinking that you're gonna get into a relationship because you give it up the ass. That ain't happening. Clearly it hasn't happened the last sixteen times you did it. And you know what she you said? You know what I be thinking? You know what I be thinking all the time? What? All that good pussy going away. <laughs> nah, if you if you saw if you saw this person look like there was nothing good about it. So so um so she so she said something to me. She, uh, said, no, I said something to her. And she was like, Lloyd, why do you always have to tell me the truth? It's like because everybody else lies to your ass. They think you. They think you. They think that what you're doing is the best approach, and yet, like the definition of insanity. She's <laughs> like she thought that she waited two weeks. Instead of doing it on the first night, it was oh, it was all good. You gave exact, you gave him exactly what he wanted, and then he peeled out. You would never mm-hmm. go again into a sustainable relationship. You keep on opening up your legs to anybody who says hello to your ass. Um, I got a friend who, uh, my real close friend, and um, you know, he he had been 
single for a long time. And um, shoot, uh, I think he's single now. So he's had like little touch and go relationships, but nothing that really stood or stuck. And I just remember talking to him. It's funny because you know sometimes you tell people what they need to hear or what what what's good advice, and they don't want to accept it because it is the truth. And um, he actually threw shade in my relationship. So in this conversation we were having, he was uh, talking about, you know, how this girl, how girls be like this and how girls be like that. And I was like, bro, maybe you should have stopped. And I'm, when, I, when I tell you there's no reason why this dude shouldn't have been in a relationship based off of, you know, certain fact, now I know why he wasn't in a relationship. Um, in the grand scheme of things, but he would get, I would literally be on the phone with him. He would get a good looking guy and everything like that. He would get a new phone number every day. Every day. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. He would, he would holler. If we were on the phone for an hour, he'd holler at, at least three to four groups in that hour. Like, he, if, if he found a girl attractive, he was going for it. Just based off of the sheer numbers. He said that same proud. You shouldn't have that issue of getting somebody to be with you. You should, chicks should just be with you just because they're alone for 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, just off of that. So I'm like, yo, you're doing something wrong. So I'm trying to tell him, you know, because I've been with, um, the Duchess for not not too long, not too too long. And he was like, yo, well, how you gonna tell me stuff? You ain't been with your girl for that long. How you know she gonna stick around with you? Well, first of all, because I'm never there. That's you always have to say you always have to say it in that <laughs> in that tone. I'm never there. For, that's the first thing. And I'm you know <laughs> and I and you know, but of course you know, he didn't necessarily receive it well. And, um, you know, he was like, he was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, you know, um, the girl that I was I was with, like she she got money, she got this, she got that, and she's still trying to get with me. And I said, and you telling me all that for what? She's still your ex. She still belittled you like a lot of the other chicks belittled you. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, she's, she, you keep going for the same girl, pretty much. And, um, and you know, it looks, it, like I said, it seems like he's started, he started to, he, you know, started to um, change kind of his ways and things of that nature um, and, and being a lot more uh, uh, strict about his, his, um, his standards. And so, you know, hopefully that continues and he ends up having a loving, lasting relationship, but um, eventually, but, uh, but, you know, when it comes to King Sean, Saying like, yo, I can, I'm gonna give you two times, and then you're done, man. If, if, if for him, if I just gave it to him two <coughs> times and he was done, he would have been he would have been done about 15 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So it's just because he's young, he's younger. Than, how old are you, King Sean? Yeah. yeah. So I think I think I'm the same age. So you know, and so, you know, we we go back and forth sometimes. We be going off on each other sometimes, and we had that kind of relationship. Um, but you know, but, but also when it came to him, when he would be dealing with things that were depressing, he would come to me 
because I always kept it straight with them. And that's the one thing that I'm glad when it came to closing that door that I never did because he always came to me when he was dealing with heavy issues. Like, you know, I would help him lift it. And um, so, you know, uh, uh, I love him to death and I, and I love the both of y'all as well. Y'all mean anything, you know, y'all know what it is. And I, I guess I feel like, I feel like, you know, for myself that um, I can, I can help people carry their burdens if they're willing to carry it with me and carry, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, uh, so that's why, I, you know, but 100% understand where King Sean's coming from where it's like, yo, I can't keep giving you this heat if you ain't right. trying to stay warm. <laughs> right, man. You know I can't keep on pulling you back. I can't keep on pulling you out of the fire if you keep wanting to jump back in it. Hey, what well, mama say? I ain't heating up the old neighborhood, baby. I can't do it. <laughs> I ain't but, heating up the old neighborhood. But um, this is a conversation that we can continue to have and, you know, as we grow, maybe we can get some pro- uh, professionals on the podcast later on. But I just wanted to touch base with that. And like I said, uh, I don't want to get into any details, but I just, ha- I literally just had a friend of mine who we've grown pretty close and played some basketball together or anything like that. And um, and he's been dealing with some stuff and I'm going to keep him in my prayers. Um, but uh, but yeah, so it, it was just crazy. Like, you know, having a, having a situation today as we're literally, I'm getting a phone call about him as I'm setting up for the podcast tonight. So, um, so you know, just just gonna definitely pray for him and everything like that. But um, but any parting shots y'all got um, before we uh, shut this thing down? Yeah, I got one. Three things. Uh, Lamar beat Pat Mahomes for the first time. Pat Mahomes suffered his first loss in September thanks to the Ravens. And he threw his first September interception because of the Ravens. This is a triple threat tonight. And Lamar had a comeback fourth quarter win, too. So he on Patty Holmes. On Patty Holmes. On Patty Holmes. Hey. Hey. Your boy. I think your boy what? Five and I'm five and what? Two? This week, five and two. Yeah, but hey, look, look, that's a good. Two, I take the A. Hey, look, that's I a good take two. that too, though. That's a good I two. Take though. that too, though. That's a great man. I'm happy <laughs> for you, man. I'm happy. I might switch to the Ravens. Hey, look, hey, look, hey, look. If I pick Baltimore, we'd have lost. What? Hey, <laughs> man, you know, you know I'm die easy. I switch teams in a heartbeat. Oh man, congratulations, my brother. King uh, Zero, Chancellor. Any parting shots? Week three. <laughs> Week three, man. Week if three. if if uh, if James Robinson don't carry the ball more than twenty times this next game, I'm gonna personally take a. Who y'all I'm, play? We play Arizona. Yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. If he don't. It's like, it, it, I'm just going to find Urban Meyer. I'm going to slit his throat. Yo, now he, the NFC West, West is a dominant division, yo. Know? 
isn't everybody in that division undefeated? No, 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 no. Seahawks lost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seahawks the only ones who suffered a loss. And it was an overtime loss. So, but. Oh, I was looking at that play, by the way. He grabbed That was a safety. No, he grabbed him when he was on the run. Hell no. It's when the first contact is made. So he wasn't in that. Damn. Just because he got tackled in the end zone no, doesn't no, necessarily I mean, it was mean close. it was really close. It was really close. But when you look at the replay, he grabbed his arm. He wasn't quite in the end zone yet. Yeah, because so. there's been plenty of plays where only the no where a running back has gotten hit in the end zone and just the nose of the ball is sticking out of the end zone. They say four progress keeps him out of the end yeah. zone. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, like, like, on, on, like on, 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 on honestly, play when you just gotta break the plane just to be a sister. Yeah, exactly. But in all honesty, for as far as safety is concerned, you gotta be significantly into like if it's close to that goal line, they usually give the ball proper. So you know that's just how it goes. I'm saying you gotta be all the way in the end zone. Yeah, you gotta be sorry, five yeah. yards deep in order for you to get that yeah, safety. Yeah, you, you gotta be no, you gotta be noticeable. That, that inch yard line or whatever. But, Soon you got to um, be Dan Orlovsky in order for you to get a safety. But uh, with, um, I just want to say that um, when it comes to men, like find another man you can talk to. Like, please find another man you can talk to when it comes to um, um, any issues you might be dealing with. And then also, um, also, you know, even if it's uh, like professional help, like a like a like a, a therapist or anything like that, if you can afford it, you know, because um, shoot, I, I remember I, I went to see a therapist once as well. Um, so you know, it's uh, it's I believe it can help. Um, I don't think anybody. I, I if personally, I'm probably gonna start going that back therapy again just to get some things off of my chest that I don't necessarily want to talk to um, the Duchess about or you know other people about, um, but. You know, uh, try to seek professional help um, and try not to have somebody who's just going to push pills on you. Because I saw, I went to see two therapists when I was going through stuff. One was like, "Oh, you need pills." I was like, "Yeah, I'm never seen talking to you again." The other guy, he was, um, he was like, "No, we, we need to talk it out. You know, get through some things." And um, I didn't see him again, but it was it was because uh, um, I, I mentioned on this podcast that I ended up having to pay like double child support for about nine months um for because of the clerical error so i just couldn't afford to do it at the time but um but yeah man just try to get as much help as you can and open yourself up um and be vulnerable because people who are vulnerable tend to get more help in life so please do that please do that gentlemen um but that's it for us man this is a uh, good week um king sean finishes on top you got both me and Zero by a game. We'll see how right, I ain't got by a game last week. Or we all tied up. Like no, that. we all tied last week. <laughs> Stop it, all right? No, you feeling yourself a little too much after the Ravens. My fault, right? my fault, my fault, <laughs> my fault, my fault, my fault. But man, yeah, my man. But, uh, but yeah, this is the Between Brothers Podcast. Y'all take it easy. All right, we out.